God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. David. Hey, what's up, brother? Welcome back. Absolutely, man. Glad to be back. How you doing? Fantastic, man. Yeah? Just Good. hit the ground running this year. <clears throat> um, you know, just, I'm honestly surprised with how much, you know, I've actually, I'm already starting to see gains and and losing weight. It's just what crazy. Were, what were some of your goals? Well, you know, we talked about the weight loss, uh, yeah. my last sit down here, and I don't have a specific weight loss goal. I just wanted to feel better, look better. And, yeah. you know, I'm already down like 15 pounds. Nice. It's just crazy how much like a little bit of discipline, bro, goes a long yeah. way, dog. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's crazy. It's So what's changed? What what have you been doing differently? Mainly, I you know, I, I stopped focusing so inwardly just in everything and i kind of just throw it out to god be like you know i i, I see god and you mean like trying to control right self-control and and uh you know i've been praying for that self-control discipline fasting for that and it's it, the the volume in which it's coming through is just like profound um, what do you mean about like stop trying to focus inwardly well see when 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 um when I'm trying to overcome or whether it be sin or whatever it is in my life, when I'm trying to overcome that, like I I usually like oh I need to change this or I need to do that. Like I'm looking at myself and I'm like I'm just me 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 kind of you know thinking yeah, which usually leads you nowhere in my in my experience. And I just look to God and I'm like you know what God like I I. I'm powerless in certain areas, whether it's in my disciplined life or spiritual, physical, whatever it is, you know, I'm just, I, I can't do it. I'm the one that can just eat a bunch of food and put it down and, and, and gain a bunch of weight and just kind of live a freaking whatever lifestyle, you know, I, that's, that's kind of how I get myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can get outside myself. You know, a lot of it comes down to humility too. Like I'm, I'm humbling myself more, like to the best of my ability, and through that, you know, Scripture says that you will be exalted. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing and trying my best to. And and when you think inwardly, that's honestly a a, a form of pride. It really is. You know, it's like me, me, me. That's what you're kind of making it about you when it's really there's so much more than that obviously you know there's people that we want to reach out to and help and and just look at all the situations out there like i got it really good compared to you know a lot of other people to, you know and and i need to you know take that for what it is like i'm doing good i need to stop looking inwardly and i need to i need to do better in, in different areas, look outward. So you're you're talking more like selfish thinking, like self-absorbed thinking, thinking about myself. What what needs you know? What yeah, do I need? What needs to happen for me? What do I need to change? What do I need to get? All these things. Yeah. It's, so there's like a there's a fine line between like, you know, we obviously need to take care of ourselves. Like we have our own needs. Mm -hmm. basic needs that have to be you know taken care of 
and then you know having specific goals and ambitions like those aren't just going to come for free like there's there's things that we need to do in our daily walk and like our daily habits Mm. um, to set ourselves up for success and you know to put our best self forward so you know there's a line between like you know setting ourselves up for success in our lives or being like self-absorbed right you know and and when we when we become self-absorbed and we obsess about things and like that's when you know we can get into trouble and like we get it i'm very self-critical like i don't need anybody else to criticize me out right. i'm aware of Your my own flaws biggest critic is yeah what you are yeah and even even my successes and, and all the things like i I'm, I'm more self-aware than than i would say i need to be you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. so and if you struggle with that and like if you're a, a, a harsh critic on yourself or like you yeah. find yourself being controlled by your by your inward thoughts and like just self-absorbed critical thinking or even even just like future tripping you know like planning for the future or like worried about the future what's going to happen next you know what you said like getting outside of yourself is is where it's at like Mm -hmm. go help somebody out amen like and that's Mm -hmm. why these that's why these programs are so critical is like you get to come to these meetings and like or you know be involved in church or ministry and get outside of yourself you know and Absolutely. and it feels good to help other people and you know one al- alcoholic helping another is without parallel like this is how we recover first of all and this is you know it, it goes back to the great commission like we're we've been endowed with this with this commission to go and spread the gospel to other people and when we do that it it's for us too like right. it, it strengthens our our will and it strengthens our disciplines and it strengthens our character as Christians and it strengthens our faith, you know, and our community, our fellowship. And, you know, we're living out God's will by helping other people. Absolutely. I mean, it's in order to be replenished, refilled, you got to pour that cup out willingly. Like I'm a, I'm gonna allow it to either overflow or just straight knock it over into the community and, and, rely on God's job, which is to replenish you and to empower you. Like that's, there's power in that. Letting go of yourself and just allowing God to do his work, living water flowing through you into other souls. That's like Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that we have going for us in our recovery is the fact that we're willing to help others. You know, if we, if, if we lost sight of that, like helping others, how how would our lives be like let's say we, just from the get you got sober i got sober we just didn't help nobody i i literally want i i wonder like what is the comparison eternally how are you gonna feel um how are you in your spiritual walk at that point i i just see like a dry desert bro i just see a desert barren land like yeah. not entirely of course there's family that's a ministry you have to minister to kids and you know, and, and you, you, no matter what, you come across people and you're the light, right? Yeah. But without actively uh, s- searching for people to help, like, you know, I'm on a search. That's what, exactly what we're doing here. We're like, 
we're trying to zero in on the on the troubled audience and and really trying to help people you know and that's become a really big focus of ours and it and it shows it shows in my in my personal walk and with you and, and it's starting to be, be evident by our fruits you'll know it's by what the fruits that we bear and grow you know yeah i think uh you know everybody's different and um right some people you know they come into these rooms and there's you know there's kind of a parable or, or an analogy of, of recovery where it's like these programs are likened to a boat and life and, and recovery is the river. And we're on one side of the shore where we start, where our life is before recovery, where we're in addiction, we're in sin, we're in, in death, basically, death yeah. of the spirit, spiritually empty. And these programs or recovery is the boat that gets us to the other side. Gets us to freedom, gets us to a life of of peace, serenity, happiness. We heal from the past. Some of us get off the boat and we just go on about our lives. You know, we right. we, we we live, we've healed. You know, we we live lives, whatever that is for them. Some might be fulfilled in their lives and their work lives, family. They might already had some of that prior to go, yeah. getting sober. Absolutely, um, but some of us stay in that boat and and we go back and get more people right you know and that's that's what has given me purpose in my life and in my recovery and you know and i made this covenant with god when i got sober that if you would show me the way Mm. show me how to live my life clean and sober help me to help other people like allow me to be a vessel of your truth Allow me to be a vessel of your wisdom, of your of your recovery knowledge. Like, speak through me to other people. Help me to help other addicts get out of the darkness. Right. And so when I made that covenant and took that third step in recovery, I took that seriously. Right. And you know, I've dedicated my life to that. You know, and and continue to progress in that walk. And you know, that's what all of this is about. But I think people just have to, you know, everybody's different. And it's like, what do you want out of life? Mm. You know, and for me, I get a lot of fulfillment out of helping people. Like service helps me to stay sober. Right. It helps me to feel fulfilled. It helps me get out of self, like we were talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sharpens my iron, right? Sharpens my edge in recovery. It sharpens my edge in my faith. Like if I hadn't have stayed plugged into recovery, for one, if you're powerless over drugs and alcohol and you work this program and you get sober through this program and you don't stay plugged in and work that 12th step, which is helping other people, there's a good chance you're going to relapse because we lose touch with each other. We lose touch with these programs. We lose touch with our higher power. And you ask people that relapse, and one of the first things they always say is, I got disconnected. I stopped coming to meetings. Mm. I stopped reading literature. I stopped talking to my sponsor. I stopped, you know, I gave up my service position. Whatever it is, we lose connection first. And so it's incredibly crucial for us to stay connected. And it's very, you know, fulfilling and and crucial for us to spread the message to other people 
and to show up at these meetings and to show up in the streets and be the light for people to see there is a way out of that darkness, you know, especially for people that know us because, you know, people that have seen us struggle and are like-minded individuals, you know, our friends, and we have a lot of friends in addiction. Yeah, we do. And so for them to see us or for other people that have shared experiences like us to see people like us that have gone through that darkness, have done time, have, you know, been to rehabs, have, you know, been spiritually dead and sick, you know, burned bridges with their families, all the, all the sickness that we went through to find peace and serenity and recovery through Christ, through these recovery programs, like that is what it's about, you know, and, and that, gives me purpose and gives me passion and makes my recovery journey and my pain worth something. Right. I mean, that that transformation, all around transformation, yeah. physical, mental, spiritual, yeah. it, it's evident in our lives. And, it's, <clears throat> it, it, you know, it says in the, by the power of our testimony, others will be saved. Yeah. If you're not sharing and, and you made it out, like, Find some, there's there's more ways to share and to be of service to addicts and people in need than just going in the rooms too. Yeah. There's other places you could go. Um, there's, you know, the attic on the street even, man. There's, there's, there's a profound blessing just pulling over your car and taking that 10 minutes and like, hey, man, I see you struggling, like... You know, here's five bucks for some food or ten, but whatever it is, and 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 this is how I made it out. I was that guy in the tent, behind mm-hmm. the store. I was that guy running in and out of WalMarts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Living a dirt bag, like degenerate lifestyle to like the fullest. I was that guy, man, and I I ended up where I'm at because of seeing other people get out and sharing too. That's yeah. how I made it out. Why wouldn't I not? Reach back, dog, and 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 do the same. That's and I'm not saying, man, I'm not trying to knock you. You know, I have cousins that made it out of addiction and he's totally crushing it. A few of them. And I'm not I'm not trying to downplay what they're doing. Obviously, they got kids and and that's a ministry and a calling of its own. But it really literally doesn't take that much effort or time just to share to one individual a week or just on any level. And I'm not and I don't I don't hang out with them all the time. We we don't. I'm just you know, I'm not trying to speculate. They could be doing that. But, you know, for the people that aren't, it, it's really not that hard to become of service, you know. Yeah, it's no, not, I, I agree. There's there's power in that testimony, you amen. know. Amen. And uh yeah. And there's power in that transformation. Right. You know. And it is. It, it's a transformation, you know, of mind, body and spirit. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, as Christians, like it starts, you know, with having faith in Jesus Christ yeah. and like you have that faith and you're saved, you know, through that faith by grace. And it's not just, it's not just that, but like we have a renewing of our minds through that mm. to where we're no longer like, I have a renewed heart. I have a renewed spirit. I no longer lust for the same things that i did it's not to say like i I don't have any interest in them right but i don't have the same passion for those things that i used to my my spirit has changed to where now i have passion for positive things and and for 
for things to be restored. I, you know, nothing brings me more joy than to see somebody overcome addiction and like have their life restored, Amen. you know, and I didn't, I didn't have that passion before, you know, absolutely not. that, uh, relationship with my higher power. Right. And through that grace, you know, I have been able to transform my whole life. And it's not like, you know, like I shared in my last uh, episode, it's not just like it happens overnight. It's not just because I have accepted Jesus Christ into my life that these things have happened. Yeah, the, like that's just the beginning. Like it does take work. Yeah, we have, a lot of us have built up negative habits that have been uh, built over years. Yeah, Some yeah. of us decades yeah. of sick negative thinking and wild ideology and that turns into like you know psychosis and you know manifests in like weird stuff you know and, and it takes time to break yeah. those habits and you have to Absolutely. first have that renewed mind and spirit and then start cultivating positive habits and like take a look at how you're living your life every day hmm. like what are the things that I'm doing? You right. know, like how am I spending my time? What Absolutely. am I what am I doing with myself? Like from the littlest things, from like the way you speak to yourself, mm -hmm. you know, practice rigorous honesty with yourself and other oh, people, man. like your wake up time, you know, reading literature every day or or listening to sermons, whatever it is, like pay attention to what you're consuming in media. You know, Absolutely. pay attention to who you're hanging out with, where you're hanging out, yeah. people, places, and things, yeah. right? We got to change these things Absolutely. and and start to develop positive habits. What am I eating? How is my sleep cycle looking? Am I going outside? Like, am I spending any time in nature? Like, what are my relationships like? Are there toxic people in my family that are, you know, causing negative uh, thinking patterns and like making me angry or jealous or giving me anxiety with their behaviors because especially in early recovery and sobriety like dude you got to be on guard big time because if you don't have the tools necessary to overcome adversity in your recovery when you get triggered by anything like our old ideas and habits come right back to the surface and we don't we don't have great impulse control as addicts. So if we get wronged and we get triggered mm. or heartbroken or we lose a job or our dog dies or our freaking truck won't start or whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or we're at or we see the homie at the gas station or you know whatever it is and we don't have our defenses up, we haven't been living in Christ, we haven't been plugged into recovery we haven't been developing these positive habits right it's super easy to get tricked out of your position i mean the scripture man bad company corrupts good morals bro you can you know that's a, that's a real one bro um you know you, I, you start hanging out with just and it seems all willy-nilly you know and all fine and yeah. on the surface but you know, usually behind all that, man, it's it's comes down to your fall. Yeah. And 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 the thing is, you know, when you when you rock when you're righteously before God, the, the best thing is that you will get back up. A righteous man falls seven times, 
which seven, I think, in Hebrew means several times. There ain't just a number on it. Oh, so my seven's been up, dog. You know, it's several times, bro. I fell yeah. in, I've fallen more than seven times in some way, one way or another, whether it's some lust, sin, or, or drinking, or smoking. Since I've been out of rehab, I've fallen yeah. in multiple different things. Uh, crowds that I was hanging out with. You know I mean? I had a few wake-up calls, bro. And that's why it's like, I, I'm not trying to push, we're not trying to push religion on anybody, but I'm just telling you what the Holy Spirit does in my life. You know what I mean? I get checked. Sometimes like a rude awakening, bro. Mm -hmm. Wake up. You're headed into a trap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not for you. And the more in tuned I am with the Spirit and out of myself, I'm, I'm just so like, the uh, I'm so in tune with the with the voice of God, and and I and I hear it, you know. It says that that you know his, his children will will know his voice, know him by his voice, bro. Yeah. And and if you today are following God and you're not sure what his voice is, that's a freaking issue. We got a big problem that needs to be addressed like quickly. And you know, obviously, there's there's many things that be could can dampen the voice and and other things, but. You know, when, when, you know, me, ha, me, me having the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, dwelling in me, you know, I, I get, I get like hour by hour, second by second direction and correction. Sometimes I don't feel it at all. And that's when God's mainly probably trying to show me or teach me something. I feel dry when I'm praying. I, I, I don't feel the presence, but when you break through, and you 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 see the lesson in it. You, you, is exactly what I just said. It's a freaking breakthrough. It's huge, and you get past that time that you were meant to fall. That snare that was there, placed for the devil. That which there's multiple, bro. And we're just we're just trodden right over him, stomping on serpents like it's nothing. And it's not us, bro. I would have I would have been back on heroin. I would have been probably overdose on fentanyl. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to sit here and be like, <laughs> oh, I, I worked this or I did that again with the eye, bro. I, I, I can't. I, I got to stop because that I <laughs> got myself where I freaking was at, bro, that brought me to these rooms in recovery. It was me, bro. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I, I, I choose. now. And, and, you know, recently I came over some really you know, sins that not necessarily a huge sin, but a big one, you know, that, that holds people back in their walk with God and how I was able to do that is admit that I was powerless. I, I literally went back to what step one, right? I've admitted that I was powerless to the sin before God. And I'm like, God, and then leading on into step two, you know what I mean? I see God for the help and the guidance and restore me back to uh, you know, holiness, sanity, whatever. Um, I, I look to God for that. I got out of myself and, and bro, I've been, that's part of the reason I, my, my, my year just, I hit the ground running in, in many, many different aspects of my life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You touched on a few good things there. I think, uh, you know, if you're having a hard time, like, hearing or feeling the presence of God like it's a relationship you know what I mean yeah. and how are you going to understand how somebody 
talks or how are you going to understand what somebody's voice sounds like if you don't talk to them? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not going to, you're not going to feel it. You're not going to hear it. You're not going to see it. Like it, you have to yeah. cultivate that relationship. Absolutely. And, but the thing <clears throat> is, is like seek and you shall find, you know, like knock and the door will be open to you. You know, like you fervently seek a relationship with a higher power, whatever that is for you, and you will find it. You know, like we're designed that way. Yeah. You know, like we are, that's all our creator wants is that relationship. He yeah. wants to see us prosper, you know, not to fail. You know, he wants to see us have love and peace and happiness and, and purpose and to help each other, you know, and to not be full of hatred and, and greed and envy and, you know, sin. But we get lost in our own ways because we are powerless, yeah. you know, and I have to remind myself of that too, like. Especially, it's so difficult in, in today's life with, you know, having a cell phone, the most interesting, entertaining device ever created right. on us at all times. Yeah. That's like bombarding us with all types of... High resolution images. All and types of stuff. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Insane. It is. And it's so full of sin and propaganda. Yeah, big You time. know, like, it's it's wild, bro. The The... the Things that the media puts out there, like is it's toxic, it's divisive, if you allow it to be, you know. Because but you also yeah. do have control over your own algorithm too. Like you do. my algorithm is different than yours. Yeah, it's like different. my experience on yeah. a phone is different than yours. Yeah, is different than my mom's. Right, for sure. It's you know. So specific. whatever you're liking and, and paying attention mm -hmm. to and saying and typing in your phone, yeah. that's what you're going to see more of. And you know what? That's a great analogy for life, too. <laughs> like the more what we're paying <laughs> attention point. to yeah. in life, how we're, you know, like looking at life from our perspective, what, what are, you know, thoughts are we projecting out there? You know, what energy are we putting out? Those are the same things that are coming back to us, right. you know, and I think it's mm. crucial to be aware of that and to pay attention to, you know, how am I thinking? How am I acting? How am I talking? And what am I doing on my phone, too? Like Absolutely. the same types of things, you know, and uh, I think it's I think it's crucial, you know, that we like we have to always be reminded that we're in step one because we always dude. Yeah. Just speaking for myself, like I've I get things going and like, you know, I'm fairly successful in the things that I do. And like I feel like I got this shit all I, I got it. Figured out. Yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you know, like I got it. I figured it out. Yeah. And my life's great. Right. And and I just I have to be humbled, you know, and it, it it's it can be deceptive that way because success is deceiving. Like we get success. This is the thing is like, God got me here in the first place. Right? Yeah. Like I could not have done any of this without God. Amen. With, I mean, my best thinking, I was freaking hopeless and demoralized, alcoholic, bleeding ulcers, handcuffed and shackled to a freaking table, dude. Yeah. That's Blaine's thinking. Right. That's where I get. 
Right. You know, mm. I'm running in banks and I'm freaking l- losing custody of my children and I'm, you know, heartbroken and lost. Lost. That's where that's where my best thinking comes from. Right. God did this for me. Amen. And I cannot do it for myself. Yeah. I am lost. And if you're powerless and stuck in darkness and addiction, only God can help you. Yeah. There is no other answer. It takes a spiritual experience sufficient enough to have a personality character change, a spiritual change sufficient to overcome addiction. Absolutely. And that only comes through a relationship with a higher power. Right. That's it. And, you know, I, I always say this in the rooms. I probably trigger a few people. Like, don't just seek a, a higher power, bro. There's so many higher powers out there in the universe, dog. Those demons that were possessing people in the Bible, um, that's a higher power than you. They can take you out like that. You know what I mean? The devil. Uh, there, there's just so much, you know what I mean? Uh, out there, there is. I'm like, seek the highest power. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you? I want to tap into the source, dog. I ain't trying to just be like all oh, half half ass in it or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, I'm trying. I want the whole enchilada, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm I'm in it to win it, right? And and I'm a I'm a tap into where the action. You know, I'm, what, Tesla, bro. You driving a Tesla car, dog? You're not going to a regular Tesla charger. You want that? You want that supercharger? Twenty minute, thirty minute fast charge, and boom, go. You know, I mean, I want the freaking the 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 best. You know, like in every aspect of my life, spiritual, mental, physical. Like I'm buying the best supplements. You know what I mean? I bought the best custom Bible for myself. You know what I mean? That's just physical stuff. And then I seek the best advice from the my wonderful counselor, Jesus Christ, bro, the ultimate power. Like we have to be careful what power we're. Going into and and it's not to say like I mean the devil does disguise himself as an angel of light so that's why I'm saying be careful but I see a lot of these people in the rooms and they had their spiritual experiences and they still choose to say higher power but honestly I see Christ in them they're being of service they're 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 they're, they're humbling themselves and just dude you're only this far from like being a freaking straight up saved believer that you know admits that jesus you know professes and proclaims that jesus is his lord and savior you're only this far away yeah you're like right there and and i you know i all you can do is really pray for that deeper spiritual awakening look in, in looking at the steps all that all the steps in the bible or i mean in in the program uh it, it, it's it's biblical principles it has Christ written all over. I could, I could almost swear that Christ drew it up himself, wrote it up himself, bro. Those steps, pretty much, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's as, as divinely inspired as as any book of the Bible. You know, it's it, it's right there. Yes. So, yeah, no, I agree, but it's you know, it's baby steps, you know, yeah, and yeah. and there's a lot of. I'm not here to judge anybody about whatever religious denomination, you know, there, I think Absolutely. that there's, there's good and bad in all religion. Um, yeah. you know, there's good and bad Christians too, you know? Cool. And, uh, for me in, in my spiritual experience and like awakening and growth, it was, you know, I didn't have Jesus in the beginning. 
Like I, I had the teachings and like I, I agreed with the things that were written about him. Right. But I wasn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call myself a Christian. Mm-hmm. But through, you know, seeking a higher power in these programs, whatever that is for you, like it just, it opens the door, you know? It does. And, and when that door is opened, you know, for me, the longer I saw, the more I saw Jesus. So just opening the door is a lot for some people. And there's also people yeah. that have religious trauma. Yeah, you know, they, they yeah. grow up in in religious households and like it's shoved down their throat their whole lives. And, you know, maybe mm. they were molested or had negative yeah. experiences with with people in church. Yeah. And so they know they want nothing to do with Absolutely Jesus, bro. And, they want nothing to do with any type of religious, you know, dogma, anything, you know, and, it, and it's easy to you know, miss the forest for the trees, right? Right. Like you see some, you see a few bad apples and it spoils the whole, the whole fruit, right? The whole harvest. Right. But really you need to take a look at, at the bigger picture, you know, and see the forest and not, you know, it's all about perspective, right? But, you know, it, it talks about that and we agnostics too. Like we're just trying to get to a point where we have a relationship with a higher power, you know, because that's that's what it takes to recover from drugs and alcohol. It doesn't, it doesn't take a relationship with Jesus Christ. It takes a relationship with a higher power. So whatever that is for you in the beginning, that's your journey and that's your perfect right where you're at. Like if, if you find strength through that and you find, you know, meaning and you cultivate that relationship you just continue on that path. Like stay there and continue to seek fervently and continue to have an open mind to what that is for you. Because that's that's how it started for me. Right. Like I was seeking, I was seeking. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It was, for me, it was the creator, you yeah. know, because that's what I heard my dad say, creator God. And so... Not too far off. Who yeah. is who is the creator you know, like the God of the universe, right? So that's what I was seeking. And, you know, continue to go down these, you know, rabbit holes of, of religion and, and, you know, hit different types of religion. And, and I got a lot out of all of them. And there's a lot of similarities in all of them, you know, but the more that I saw, the more I found Jesus. Right. And I think for most people, if you look hard enough, you'll find that too. In America, you know, different cultures have different experiences, but for uh, for American people, the harder you look for Creator God, you're gonna find Jesus Christ. Right, and you know, religion, bro. I I I honestly hate religion. I don't look at myself as a religion dog, like religious person. I really don't. I, I don't honestly. I don't even consider myself an American Christian, dog. Cause you look at what American Christianity has become, it's it's hogwash, bro. It's it's whitewashed tombs. They're just trying to look pretty on the outside. They're not dealing with anything eternally. Um, and 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 Joe Olstein, everything's great and wonderful, and God's gonna bless you with riches if you give me a thousand bucks today. You know, big blessing for someone with a thousand bucks. Bring it on up. That's American Christianity. I, I honestly have grown a hatred for that. I look at myself as just a downright, 
disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm his student. He's my counselor. The church ain't counseling me. You know what I mean? Though there's fellowship and and there's reasons for church and there are good churches that are Holy Spirit led. I tell you right now, if I don't feel, if I feel good about myself in church, I'm walking out. If I don't feel the conviction in my heart that I something needs to change, I'm out of that church quicker than I came in, bro. Straight up. I walk out faster than I came in. I'm not going to church to feel good, you know, but that's, you know, you, you eventually, you do feel good. But if that's the focus, if that's all I'm feeling is just entertainment or, or comedy and, you know, there's some funny pastors out there, you know, God bless their hearts. But if it's just a straight up comedy sermon and prosperity or what have you, bro, or just too religious, you can't do this or that. Just when it starts going outside the Bible, that's where religion comes is outside of the Bible. Pretty much, bro. There's all this extra stuff. Look at Catholic church, bro. Um, I was talking with a good friend of mine. He, he believes that there ain't, there, there ain't that many saved people coming out of a Catholic church. There's too much stuff outside of the Bible happening there. And what, what do you have going on? Like you just said, a lot of religious trauma, <laughs> a good amount of that comes from the Catholic church. And I'm not over here trying to smear them, but you will know them by their fruits, sheep's and wolves clothing or, or, or wolves and sheep's clothing. And freaking, you know, you're going to see it. It's just going to become evident by what they bring to the table for the community. And there's molested children walking out of these churches. I hate religion. I really do. I, 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 I honestly don't like that word. I don't like to be called religious. I don't like to identify myself as a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ. Just because of, like you said, the dogma, the stigma, everything that goes along with those, those every single thing that I just said. It's a bunch of, uh, there's too much, there's too much garbage, bro. And, and the only one that doesn't walk with the fat bag of garbage behind his back, bro, is Jesus Christ, dog. Last time I checked. A lot of these churches have a fat heap of a, of a mess, dragging up behind them and that's why you see people coming out the same as they came in you know or relatively like i want to see if it ain't a full through breakthrough transformation like this person obviously is not the same as as you know as he was before if it ain't that i mean you know obviously there's a drug addict's gonna show more for their transformation than your regular person walking into church that never had a drug habit like you saw the drug addict straight sucked up and tweaker beady eyes. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be obvious then like it's real, you know, it's really obvious that there's a transformation, but I don't see fruit and regular people in a church on a regular basis. You know, I, I would say it depends on the church. hundred percent. Like and I said, it, there's good churches, right? And you know, I don't think we just, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater just because it's, you know, just because it's gotten to a certain point, like we just get rid of it. I think, you know, I think that there's a lot of good that comes out of religion. I think that there's a lot of transformation. Absolutely. A lot yeah. of people get saved, you know, through these, look, People are what is wrong with religion. Exactly. It, it has nothing to do with the teachings of the Bible. It has nothing to do with religion in itself. It's people. 
people muddy the waters yes and people you know get in positions of power through being pastors money yeah money yeah you know you get these yeah. mega churches and with a lot of money and and money corrupts people yeah um but with that being said there's a lot of you know very prosperous churches that do a lot amen they yeah. do a lot of i agree work in the communities they do a lot of missionary stuff in other countries people that you know are not uh prospering you know third world countries or even homeless outreaches things like that organized religion does a lot of good in the world and i am not willing to turn my back on it because we can affect change you know like we have we are the next generation. So we can be the light and for people to see, okay, David is a Christian and this is how he's living. Like we get to be the example to other people of what Christians are, of what people that go to church and, and follow these teachings are, you know, like instead of getting rid of the whole system because some no, people yeah, have absolutely have yeah, yeah. turned their back mm. and have and have you know done wrong so have we right, right. you know what i mean we're not perfect <laughs> no so you know instead like let's try to be the example you know and like we can affect change through the inside you know if you don't like something the best thing to do is change it you know and i have gotten a lot out of church and like i'm so mm -hmm. grateful that there are churches and like a place to go worship and a you know a place to be part of a community and you know to be a part of something bigger than yourself yeah. you know we are the church yeah you know and we don't have to have these churches like we can have church we're having church right now yeah you know but it is an important part of our community Amen. And, and of our social fabric. Right. I'm not trying to downplay what, where I'm coming from, bro, is the, is religion became a bad word, especially to a non-believer dog. You know what I mean? Uh, it really has, like you see, you know, to go back on, you know, the trauma and I, and I see, and I, you know, I have a coworker that had really bad experience, uh, as a child and, and it wasn't no molestation or anything, but like, you know, uh, teachers allowing kids to bully like on, on like a crazy level and he became traumatized over it and you know he folded up shop and he's a i don't know what he is bro you know something something not right you know what i mean and 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 that's it's just what it's become religion itself like especially you know christianity and christ you know is it's really good thing and like the amount of Stuff that comes out. America has been on the most. There's more mission trips and money coming out of America than there is any other country. I'm not. I'm not going to downplay the the importance of church, uh, the the importance of these missionary trips that are happening, bro. That's that's big. You know, I mean, this is the mount, the land of milk and honey for a reason, dog. Like, you know, it shows. It flows. Mm -hmm. it, the, I I see constantly what small churches even do. And honestly, the size of the church really doesn't matter, bro. I've seen more powerful testimonies and, and transformations coming out of these smaller churches, bro. It really, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to downplay the big churches either, but there's just those churches that preach prosperity, 
that I don't agree with because they're focused on like that American dream. Dude, Christianity is not all willy nilly. It's actually a lot of suffering involved. You suffer for Christ, dog. Don't don't come to, yeah. to Christ thinking you're just gonna prosper and 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 be uh, on the up and up constantly, bro. God's gonna have you walk through deserts, and he's gonna he's gonna ask you to do things that are really uncomfortable, bro. Like I remember a few times, like I asked God, like straight up said, do this thing, talk to that person, and I walked away from the situation crying, like God, how like. Why did you make me do that? But the reward and the blessing behind the obedience of listening to him is just, it's profound. You know what I mean? But yeah, not by any means in my mud, religious mudsliding, even, even outside of Christianity. If it, if it helps you, I, all, I, all I could say in that sense is I, is I pray that you find Christ. Because you said so yourself. You went down Taoism. You went through Buddhism. And all roads you believe, all, through those roads you found Christ. All those roads led to Christ, you know, and, and, and that it's, it's true, man. There's good stuff going on in other areas. There's other cultures, man, that don't know Christ yet. You know, we got to bring it to all the ends of the earth. You know, there's people out there. Sure. There's a tribe out there that they, they, they're pretty much there. They're, they, 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 they help each other. And like, they have all it's it, God writes it on the tablet of your heart, bro. And however that looks in every corner of the world, I have no clue. But I know that God does work in the, in, in just the, the bare, you know, like in the Amazon jungle and the uh, remote places of the world, you know, God's there, you know? Yeah. And, and, and they're not reading the Bible. They're not baptizing each other. And, 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 and uh, I, I'm, I'm not God, bro. I don't, you know, I don't know what's he, what he's going to do with those people that didn't specifically say like the bible says to confess that jesus is lord you know what i mean but it does say that before you know before before end times the the gospel will be preached to everyone in the world that's one of the things that need to happen for the you know for god for the second coming you know but yeah yeah i mean i think uh god shows up to different people in different ways and different cultures, mm -hmm. you know, and teach their own, dude. Like, I, I don't have any judgment for any other religion. Yeah, right. I'm not here to say anyone's better than any other. Like, we're all different. We all come from the same place. And we're all going back to the same place. So, yeah. you know, to each their own. But Absolutely. in recovery, it, you know, it's just like find something above yourself absolutely that works for you and that that you find meaning in right that I mean, allows you to overcome that darkness people look at the rooms as their higher power because yeah, it, is, it is you know there's there's more going on there than they have going on yeah there's more that can be done there than they can be, have done 100%. so you know it, it's it's all it, it's fine you know it's it's definitely it's better than the road that you were walking down before. Amen. Yeah. You're you're walking in the light in one way or another. Yeah. If you're in the rooms and you're seeking a higher power, or not even just a higher power, like just you're seeking a better life, bro. Yeah. And you're projecting that out there, and you're genuinely trying to help people, bro. You're, it's it's Christ-like, bro. That's yeah. all I gotta say, bro. Exactly. And it's a good thing. And we're talking, you know. I mean, I was just a, a whooped freaking alcoholic dude i couldn't even what do you like 
being Christ-like wasn't even on the table. No, no, absolutely, yeah. I'm trying not to kill people here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying not to kill myself. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm just trying to feel okay. Absolutely. I'm not concerned with any of that, you know? Like, I just need to be okay within myself, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, we need to get to a point where we're opening that door and just, like, cracking that thing open and and getting on your knees and crying out to a higher power like help me yeah come into my life show me how to get clean and sober guide me in my recovery and show me how to live like one day at a time like i need to be sober just for today you know and like when you do that and you continue to do that every day you will be guided if you listen to that Holy Spirit inside you. Yeah. Because you do need to listen to that conviction. And like that still small voice that's telling you to do things and to not do certain things. Yeah. And like that's the one you need to be listening to, mm. not the ego. The ego is going to scream, let's go freaking party and, and, and go do this and that. And, you know, seek out lust of the flesh and like, you know, self driven thoughts and behaviors. Whereas like, that still voice that's telling you, you know, put your phone down and, and pick up the Bible mm -hmm. or, you know, one. let's not go to McDonald's. Let's freaking go to the grocery store Another and get one. some decent food. Yeah. You know, let's get off the couch and go for a walk mm -hmm. or get some exercise. Let's turn off this freaking gangster rap and, and, and listen to a sermon. Right. Like whatever that still small voice is telling you, like that's how the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Yeah. You know, it speaks a lot of times in conviction. Yes. And other times it's encouragement and, you know, but it's a relationship too. Like mm. it's it's the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Like it's it's this tri triunal godhead that, you know, we have to cultivate a relationship with. Yeah. It's all three, yeah. you know including me and i have to know myself too yeah and that has been a whole process within itself like dude who am i right your identity you know yeah. because i was so lost out there in the darkness i was reaching for idolatries and like reaching for mm. uh mm -hmm. masks like putting yeah. masks on and like trying Try to blend stuff. in and like trying out different careers trying out different uh, you know, friend groups, trying out all these different things because I didn't know who the heck I was. Right. You know what I mean? And so once I had stripped away all the drugs and everything, like I was left with my raw self, you mm -hmm. know? And first of all, I had to clean house. Right. Like I had to heal from the things that had caused me to get to that point because I didn't, those things didn't happen overnight. And I didn't start in a bad position either. Like mm -hmm. my parents gave me every opportunity in life. You yeah. know, like I didn't, you know, I didn't have like a horrible upbringing or anything. Like right. All of the things that happened to me were of my own decision. Exactly. And so I had to unravel that ball and like figure out where things went wrong and like start to break it down and look at these relationships and and look at it and and realize that I have been the issue in all of these relationships. 
Yeah. I am the common denominator in everything that's gone wrong in my life. It's all been my decision making. It's all been my habits. It's all been my ego. It's all been Blaine. It wasn't God. It wasn't anybody else's. Yeah. That inward thinking. It's, yeah, it's all, it was all me, 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 you know? And so once I was able to unravel all that, then Mm. I forgave myself. That's a big one. Because I was able to come to terms that I was sick and that I was deceived. Yeah. And that I had been deceived by people. I had been deceived by the media and I had been deceived by myself for believing in it and for buying into things that were untrue. And so once I came to terms with those things and was able to find some forgiveness for myself, then I wiped the slate clean. Amen. And then now, how, what do I want out of life? Like, what are, what are the things, what are my morals and values? Like, what is a good man to me? What is a righteous man to me? A good father, friend, husband, you know, a business owner, like what are, what are those people doing? And now I need to start mimicking their behavior to try to become the person that I want to be. And through that, you know, that road, I've learned who I am and who I want to be through trial and error. And, you know, I've found different hobbies in recovery and like found all types of stuff. And like, it, it's been a process and I'm still learning today. Like it's, it's been a great journey of, of recovery and like finding myself and, and it's been a beautiful experience. Right. Like, you know, like you said, one of the things that you said, like the, just, it comes down to the little things like that out, like you, you did the analogy with the algorithm in your personal life. Like you got to hit the X show less of this garbage, <laughs> swipe it off and, yeah. and, and go to the, the content that is, that is doing good for you. Like you or, or is educational. Mm-hmm. You, you go and it says, hit and show more and hit a like, drop a comment. And and that's what you do in your personal life. You see, I'm surrounding myself with, I'm the brokest guy in my friend group, dog. I'm freaking the brokest dude, bro. I'm the, I'm the bottom. And if you're, I heard this, someone say this is if you're, if you're the top of your friend, then you have an issue. There's a problem there, bro. If you're the top financially, if you're the top, which ain't bad, it ain't bad to be that person, but you just don't have, you don't have example or, or, or something to go off of, you know, that's, that's great. That's these people are better. There's people that are better than you and, in, in multiple different aspects of life. And if you're not hanging around with people that make you feel uncomfortable and, and drive you to, to better yourself, then you're honestly going to end up stagnant water, bro. And what happens is that I, leave, I used to leave cups of water in my addiction in, in my room and it just grow mold stale. Yep. Disgusting. I want to be that flowing, living water, dog. I ain't trying yeah. to, and it, and it don't always feel good, bro, to be in that flow, bro. It's uncomfortable as, as, as heck. Yeah. You get off the couch real quick, dog, you know, and, 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 you know, like the conviction you're talking about, bro, that, that conviction, I welcome it, bro. Especially if it's something like that's pressing me, like to do something that's hard, you know, that's only going to better me. Like, yeah, you know, you saw that I posted three thirty in the morning. I was at the gym. Like, why, why, bro? Are you just trying to? You had to ask me why. Like, am I just trying to like project this off of the three a.m. club? No, I, I couldn't. I, I made a decision. I was scrolling through my phone 
There was nothing good on there. And I'm like, look, I'm either going to scroll through my phone for the next 45 minutes until I fall asleep again, or I can go get a workout in. And, and I slept really good for two more hours, bro. And, you know, the, the gym's right there. And I, and I went and did it. I had every excuse not to. My elbow hurts. Um, I'm tired. I only had a few hours of sleep. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I, I was at a cross road. You know, I just need, I needed to either continue watching my phone or sit there in bed in my, in my mind and, 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 and not get anything out of it. I left the gym feeling like a million bucks, dog. You know what I mean? Still tired. Elbow hurt more. <laughs> you know? But, like, I left feeling really good and pretty much almost satisfied to the point where I was able to sleep again, dude. Yeah. You know? And, and, and that proverb came to mind. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. I know it's 3 in the morning and I barely had any sleep. But it says a little sleep. It says a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, bro. And poverty will come upon you like a thief in the night. Like, I am trying to avoid that, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No doubt. And, uh, you know, you said you feel good when you do that. And, that, and that's the thing, man. Like, when you, when you make the right decisions, you know, and, like, are building momentum in the right direction, like, it feels good. Yes. You know, like you have that positive reinforcement mm. instead of that conviction of, oh, I need to go do this. I need to stop doing this. We should be doing this. Like when you're dialed in and like you have the program in place and like you're doing the right things, like you, you have that positive reinforcing and like your internal self-talk starts to change, you know, and like you become unshakable, you know, yeah. like, bulletproof bulletproof bro like, like you're I, you're you're disciplined you're focused yeah. you're positive you're doing all the things you know and then you start to like refine that iron like then you start to like tweak minute things to like how can i sharpen this right. and get even more focused right how can i tweak my my day to even you know implement more things here like what else can I do? What else can I achieve? Like, what's what's the next step to get me to where I want to go? Yeah. But it all starts, you know, with that momentum, and it all it all starts by getting your ass off the couch and doing right. something. And and I didn't do anything that was gonna burn me out or hurt my elbow significantly more. You know what I mean? Like, I just it's a lifestyle change, bro. I went to the gym and the atmosphere, the, the lights are on and, you know, I hear weights clinging and people ah, ah, hitting it up. Like, it's just the atmosphere of just being mm -hmm. in that place. Even if I, even if I kind of, you know, half-assed it this morning. Okay. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? It was three in the morning. I don't have the best energy in the mornings, uh, but it was that decision that, you know, going back to breakthrough is kind of like a breakthrough is what it was, you know? Uh, you know, I was at a crossroad and I made a decision and I'm, and I went for it. I'm like, okay, it really wasn't that hard. I'm going to do it again. And, and even more tired or, you know, kind of just putting my feelings to the side and I just go hit what is good. And, and, and on the way there, I was listening to Proverbs or, or meditating on the Lord, a little bit of worship. You know what I mean? There's just, there's good things that you do in between too. Yeah. And <clears throat> the thing about like discipline Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to exercising if i only exercise when i felt good i wouldn't be half the man i am yeah like it's about doing it 
Yeah. Whether you want to or not. Like that's what makes the difference. That's what separates the men from the boys. Like we do the things that we need to do, whether your feelings want to or not. Fuck your feelings. Get it done. <laughs> right. That's the truth. Yeah. Like get out of your feelers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stop being so emotional and like wanting, oh, you know, I'm tired and like, oh, oh, but this freaking bed's so cozy <laughs> or this show is so cool yeah, yeah. or, you know, I'm in the algorithm right now, like so entertained right now. You know what I mean? The like algorithm's flowing. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> dude. Like get your butt up and go to the gym, dude. Yeah. Like... I don't care if you're a little stiff. And the thing is, is sometimes it's just about going through the motions. Right. Like sometimes it's just about going. Right. You know, and dude, sometimes I just drag my butt there. And then as soon as I'm going, I feel better already, you know, and then on those days where I overcome that adversity and I go when I didn't want to, I always feel good about it. Absolutely. I won. Just about a hundred percent. You got to defeat yeah. that little bitch inside your mind, bro. <laughs> That's, That's the truth. So true. It's the truth. Well, excuse bro. the language here, but yeah. he's emphasizing these things, you know, for a reason because it's yeah. so freaking true, man. And the rationalization <laughs> is so real, like, yeah. and you will, your rationalizations are true. Like, you might be tired, and like, you might not feel it, or you might have a lot of other stuff going on. But it's all shenanigans, bro. Shenanigans. Like, you can get up and get it done. Well, and it just really goes back to that's kind of getting outside yourself, too. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're in your feelings. Like, you're thinking, like, I, yeah. you know, how we started off the podcast. Like, that inwardness was freaking toxic. Yeah. It really was. And it comes down in your fitness life, too. You're going to pay attention too much of how you feel. You're yeah. never going to go inside the gym. You're probably going to hit the hot tub here and there and the sauna yeah. or whatever and hit a few sets. You ain't going to get any gains, no, bro. No, bro. We're here, to, we're here to stack wins and gains, dog. Yeah. Little, however small it is, which I'm after those little, I'm just nibbling nibbling away right now. You know what I mean? In my spiritual life, I'm chomping. Bop, bop. But I'm you're trying to get a lifestyle life. change, though. Yeah, we're 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 trying to get a long term, like a lifestyle yeah, change. Yeah, like you know, like uh, something that's sustainable. And that's what a lot of people make the mistake of going too hard. New Year, new me, <laughs> and they burn themselves out. That's what we like talked you, about. Yeah, you have to years. you have to take take it slow if you're out of shape and start exactly. small. Be light on and Ooh. develop the habit yeah. of going to the gym yeah. develop the habit of eating right develop the habit of going to sleep every night at the same time develop the habit of washing your ass you stinky <laughs> sov you know what i mean <laughs> whatever it is that you need to do right like develop the habit there needs to be a change there needs yeah. to be a change yeah. brushing your teeth freaking yeah. all of that yeah a lot dude. of people come into the rooms off the streets man yeah, dude <laughs> 
Exactly. You know, in, in really bad situations, and you know, I, I was that guy that that I stank, bro, and I, <laughs> I, I I did it. I didn't, you know, brush my teeth for a while. You know, yeah. I, was, I was homeless at a point. Right? Those are all habits, right, bro. Right. Like you have to develop those same habits. And and honestly, bro, like what tripped me out when I got a, it was kind of in in rehab, and and then especially when I got out, the things I had to relearn, dude. Yeah. Relearning things sober was not easy, and that's kind of why that's part of the reason why I got as you know I picked up smoking weed and and drinking a couple beers a day. Remember, I I came over in Tahoe. You, you saw where I was at, you know. It was there was nothing wrong with it in my mind. I'm I'm still growing. I'm doing fine. But the at the end of the day, what it was is just I I I could I couldn't um, deal with without just having something changing altering my feelings bro because i was learning these things at like a, a fast rate and a lot of it was just extremely uncomfortable dude mm. I, I was like beside myself at points bro oh i'm gonna lay back and took some weed dude which i got like no fruit from that bro i was stagnant for a minute i mean i, I hit yeah. the ground running in my in my uh you know, in my career and, and, and stuff like that, I was still able to do things. It's not like I was just completely, but in my spiritual life, bro, in my salvation and my walk with God, bro, I was freaking yeah. murdered. I was, I was still dead. And I had to, I had to, I had to find myself again. And then when I started learning these habits and, 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 and things like uh, with a sober mind, bro, is when I really began to just find my identity in Christ, bro. It's like, I'm freaking be sober-minded, bro. I'm being sober-minded, and it's actually happening, and I'm learning these things, and the yeah. more I learn and the more I overcome, like, I built that Ikea set, dog. What's good? The first time I did that, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm looking at the directions, and my, my brain was going to explode. But I built the set, bro. It was a freaking maze, and I'll never buy from Ikea again, but, but you know, it's, it's the point was, like, I, I got it done, yeah, and I wasn't stoned. And I didn't have to pick up a, a drink, you know? Yep. And to, when you do that, you, again, you, you stack those wins. Stacking wins, you, bro. You develop that confidence and, like, you know, you can, you learn that you can overcome anything and, like, you don't have to drink or use. You know, we don't, we're, we try to get to the point where, like, I don't need drugs and alcohol. Like, mm -hmm. drugs and alcohol are a problem for me. Yeah. They're not the solution Amen. anymore. Yeah. So we're trying to be able to live life on life's terms. And, you know, it's, it's more than one thing. Like, it's more than just being able to cope with life and, and do and like relearning how to live sober and like being able to, you know, enjoy life sober, you know, and be able to deal with life sober and, you know, and it's a process, dude. And it's 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 something that we have to do one day at a time. Yeah. But the rewards are endless. Huge. You know? And when you are sober, like you said, like the growth that comes through, you know, living a sober, righteous life are unbound. Like you can go anywhere with it. It's it's the fruits are unlimited. Like you can do whatever you want in your life. Right. And when I, and you know, when you were talking about your smoking weed, you just felt like you were stagnant. Like you're just not growing. Yeah. It's because you're not dealing with anything. Right. When anytime anything comes up, you're smoking weed or you're drinking. <laughs> like how are you supposed to grow yeah. when you're just masking your emotions? Fat backseat, dude. Yeah. <laughs> in the exactly. back of the theaters, dog. You're, you're, 
You know what I mean? You got the ver- worst view that you're looking through the clouds of smoke, man. And there's no clarity. There's no depth or perception on what's going yeah. on in front of you. You lose sight of that so quickly. And, yeah. and, and, you know, that's why I, I, you know, I, I'm just so grateful to have friends such as yourself, bro. Cause seeing you just straight up sober as a gopher dog and for a minute now, dog, like a long time. And, 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 and it's like, you know, I don't need to smoke weed. Brother Blaine didn't need to smoke weed. And at one point, he was probably worse off than me, dog. I want, you know, one point or another, we were worse off than each other. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he ain't nobody special, dog. I was there too, bro. He's a regular, you know, good old boy, dog. And he made it out, bro. And, he, and he's got this, he's got this daily habits. And, and, and one thing that you emphasized and, and, and highlighted to me was your physical fitness. It was a big part of how you deal with those emotions, how you process mm-hmm. things, you know, how, how your thoughts are processes and your emotions is a big deal because how I process freaking thoughts and, and emotions, I, you know, smoking on a bag of weed. I was hitting the stizzy and, and, and going to the weed store, yeah. you know, and, and not to mention just the financial burden of freaking buying from the weed store nowadays. Oh, this ain't the 90s and the early 2000s where you get, you know, weed for it was everywhere. There was a dealer on every corner for for cheap. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's expensive. It's yeah, freaking, they tax the crap out of it. A lot of the stuff has chemicals and, it, oh man, when I uh, don't smoke, if you're smoking, dude, I, I recommend obviously not to smoke at all, but dude, stay away from those pens for multiple reasons. You can smoke it anywhere on the DL and and nobody will know, right? You know, that's a big reason why I, I chose to use it, you know, smoking on the roof or or, you know, in my car or whatever, you can't always roll up and burn one. And the other thing is the amount of metal that goes into your body through those vape pens, especially if you're smoking it down to nothing, dude, it, it makes you clench your jaw, you lose sleep, uh, it makes your body and your face inflamed. And, and you know, it, 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 the, the physical consequences were just too much for me to deal with, too. Yeah, It wasn't that I was just smoking weed and my body felt fine. No, I was smoking weed. My body felt like crap, and my my eating habits were terrible. I drive yeah. by the Al- the Birdos. I'm I'm powerless to myself, <laughs> dog. Step one again, bro. I'm getting the freaking greasy taco at twelve at night, bro. Yeah, the worst possible decision that you could possibly do, and you still go to bed hungry, dog. <laughs> like no, bro. There's a better way of living than that, dude. Yeah. There's a there's a way, dog, and 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 it's already paved. There's plenty before you that were sitting there paving the way, dog. The work yeah. is done. You just yeah. have to do the work for yourself. And, you know, the like we were talking about, like a lot of good things in life are just are just hard or, or they you don't see the, the the good in it right away. The feeling like I have to write stuff on paper and steps and I have to talk to freaking another dude about my problems. And yes. Because at the end of that, once you hit the 12th step and you start to just regurgitate it and, and, and meditate on the steps and now you're helping others, like the, the profound blessing is huge, bro. It's, it's like almost, it's like everlasting, bro. It's eternal dog. And, 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 and it's, it comes down to the, how, what I said about walking with God and Christ, it is hard. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to suffer. But at the end of the day, the, the amount of uh, blessing and, and how worth it it is, it makes it worth it. You know what I mean? It really gives it some real depth 
and, 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 and value. I'm not seeking God because there's no value in there, bro, or no value in him or power. That's the only reason why. We're not delusional. I can truly say that. We're not delusional. We're not religious, religious fanatics. And we're actually getting restoring power and transformation power through this. Yeah. That's why we choose to do it. We don't do it just to look good or, you know, all oh, this right here, dude, can burn up and be gone tomorrow, dude. Who knows? God knows, dude. It can be gone in a flash, bro. One of us can fall. We can lose interest. And it's just all can die out. We got to stay tapped in and continue to seek or else it, it just dries up, bro. And it's like I always like to say, it's not always that dramatic, you know, because I, I look at the far end of things most of the time. Then I bring it back down. I'm like, it's not always that dramatic. The consequences can be much more, you know, less severe or whatever it is. But it's a, still a consequence of your action. At the end of the day, you're still suffering because of you. See, you're either going to suffer or suffer. You know, there's that other yeah. thing. You know, you're going to suffer now to, to live good later or, or, or feel good now and suffer later. Like you're going to sit suffering, bro. You're yeah. this is, you know, this is the closest place we'll get to. For those that are hellbound, this is the closest place you're going to get to heaven. And for those who are heaven bound, this is the closest place you're going to get to hell. And, and, and. You know, uh, I've kind of lost my thought, but yeah, like l literally, bro, those little, those little, those little habits that I developed and, and that I, that I grow in and I continue to practice in are just freaking stacking to this fat stack of whatever it is, bro. And it's good. It's tangible. I got my hands on it and I, and I got it in the bag, bro. Yep. And the amount of, uh. You know, the amount of like confidence boost and the spiritual boost from it, man, it, it, it only makes it worth it. I'm going to say it over and over again, man. It is worth it, bro. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Choose your hard, you know. You want to do the hard things now that are going to pay off or do the easy things now that make your life difficult later yeah. on, you know. And I think that's a crucial thing to be aware of. And uh, I just want to say, you know, I'm very proud of you for for making those decisions and like being self-aware. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, dude, having that awareness that, you know, the weed's not the way. It wasn't it, but You know, and that uh, <clears throat> being overweight is not the way. Yeah. Like you, you have something more to give yourself and to offer other people and you know, you're, you're a testament, you know, to that restoring power of God and, 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 uh, and a light in the darkness. And I love you and we'll tap back in and, and yeah. see how the progress is going here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Let's do it, brother. Recovery addicts. Victorious, we became, but never forgot where we came from. Life or death, not a game. We came to change the lane. Recovery addicts, that's the name. Give yourself a break, just one day at a time. You were born to shine, so live and let love be forever. My sister, my brother, don't give in. Please remember, the lie is dead. We do recover. Welcome home.